Love and Meets with Blue Fifa, the latest artist just announced as Athara's Regional Artist Spotlight program. She's a songwriter, so talented. She's a producer and a director, born in Lebanon. However, she's gone international for her unique storytelling, which we loved. And so don't forget to subscribe to the Love and Meets podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. Enjoy the show. but our show does not end here we sat down with the UAE's next regional artist spotlight her name is Blue FIFA she's from Lebanon and she had us here we had her here not too long ago the interview's here take a listen hey guys welcome back to the Love and Dubai show today we're thrilled to have a guest who embodies the spirit of Athara's regional artist spotlight The talented one and only Blue Pfeiffer, RAS launched back in 2021. It's committed to showcasing and celebrating the exceptional talents of the Middle East region. She is a Lebanese songwriter, producer, and director. We're so excited to have her on the show. Thank you so much for being here. Guys, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. We appreciate thank you your time. Thank you for being here. So actually, we've noticed that you recently turned 31. Happy oh, late, yeah. Brady, by the way. <laughs> thank Happy you. Happy birthday, wow. We're sorry we're late. We know that we're late, Thank but so happy much. birthday. So, Thank of you. course, I'm in my mid-twenties. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> do I I'm in the 30 club. Or do I look <laughs> no. younger? No, no, no. It's just, you know, the 20s are. Now that I've yeah. entered my 30s, I see my yeah. 20s in retrospect, and yeah. it's very different. That's amazing. Yeah. But I'm actually very proud to be, not proud, I'm happy with yeah. being 31. I always thought that when I go, went into my 30s, it would be like, You know, especially as a woman, it would be like, oh, no. But actually, this is the best time in my life. No, I completely understand you. But how does it feel like? like, I mean, what advice would you give girls and guys like me? (laughs) In their 20s? Yeah. It gets better. It gets really? It gets better. I don't know. I feel like the 20s, or at least for me and for my friends, because we have this conversation a lot, especially like going into the 30s. about how the 20s are very chaotic and you're not really very you don't know yourself that much so a lot you know there's a lot of things yeah figuring out yourself and figuring out like who you are in the world and who you want to be in the relationships around you and your late 30s we all start going to therapy and figuring (laughs) stuff out and then when we're in 30s okay now I know who I am now I operate from that place I make decisions based on who I really am I don't abandon myself as much anymore 20s are fun, but just a bit too chaotic. <laughs> It's so true. I completely right? agree. As someone in their mid-30s, I stand right. by that. So if you're 20s and you're watching, it gets like better. It gets better. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Okay. We want to learn a little bit about, about you. Um, you've come to Dubai a couple of times. You've had some gigs here. But tell yeah. people, who is Blue Pfeiffer? First of all, where does the name come from? Where does it come from? Uh, so it's not my birth name. But it came with the creation who, with the creating who I wanted to be. It just kind of felt more aligned with who I am and my art and how I presented myself. And it, the name just kind of came. So, um, yeah, but that's, I mean, everyone calls me Blue, my friends, my family. It's who I am, Blue. Hmm. Yeah. That's actually very nice because, like, as well, you were just talking about, you know, like creativity and art and so on. So how would you say or how would you describe, you know, like your... I would say, road towards your creative music and Like the process? Yes. Yeah, so the way that I approach my art is very much, um, like, I say multifaceted because I I like to use, so I do different things. I'm an artist, I write music, I songwrite, I produce for myself, for other artists, I direct, I edit, I have my record label, um, and I feel like 
all those different things are mediums to tell the same story. So it's the same process for me. It's the same decision making along the way, whether I'm producing a song or thinking about the edit of a music video. It's I'm operating from the same intention of this is the story I want to say, this is the mood, this is the colors, this is the feeling that I want to inspire. Um, and I, it's really important for me to be in charge of all those things. Just because of my journey when I was young, I never thought I'd be doing all those different things. I just thought in the beginning, oh, I want to sing. And the more I got to know the industry and the more I explored my, myself through the arts and through working with different people, I really got to understand that I like to do all these different things. Even working with other artists, like producing for other artists, like brings me the same joy as when I'm making music for myself. Just like, yeah, creating a world around something, whether it's music or film. I'm, I'm really passionate about that. Mm, that's really it's fun. so interesting. <laughs> at, at what point did you realize, so you said you were drawn to music from a young age, but at what point did you realize that uh, art could be used as a form of storytelling? And did, when did you start combining the two? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think in the beginning I was attracted to, I think I used to, th I used to see what singers do and I used to be attracted to how they could express themselves in that way and how they could relate to the audience and I found that interesting and the more I got to understand the behind the scenes of how something is made, how an artist is developed, how a song is brought to life, it's not just about sitting and writing, there's so much that goes into it. I really got attracted to the art form of those things and it became much more interesting to me than just the singing part itself. I don't even really consider myself a singer. All my <laughs> friends know it's uh, but I mean, I know this is the perception of me because that's what people receive on the surface end. But for me, a singing like in production, you have different layers. You have the drums, you have the percussions, you have the melodies, whatever. And then you have one layer that's the singing that for me ties everything together. But for me, it's just one, yeah. one, one layer. And, um, I enjoy it, but I also enjoy that, like the music making part for me, the actual writing of the music is something that's so natural to me. I never had, like I have writer's block. I never have music. I ne the music never stops coming out of me. So this is something I really enjoy doing. Yeah, because as well, you know, like I have noticed that Nadine Lebeki, the greatest Lebanese Okay, first producer. of all, icon, queen, shout yes. out to Nadine Nabakir. <laughs> yes. What an inspiration, yes, genuinely. Yes, exactly. I mean, yeah. she is. She, she's very known specifically after her latest film, Kafir Home, right? But she follows you. And as well, Mohin Jabir follows you. Hmm. Which, by the way, he is the son of my dean at the university. And I know that he is very interested in all of like these things, specifically with his podcast and so on, right? Mm -hmm. So did, do you know them? Do you... The, Are you guys, are you friends with them? Did they just like randomly like follow you? And how did you feel when they followed you? Yeah, so Nadine specifically, I've been a fan for yeah. so long, like especially what she does and the trailblazer she is as an Arab woman and the way she's like really taken the baton internationally. It's, uh, she's inspired me so much. I, I genuinely love her um, and her work and, and everything she's brought to the table really, uh, even to cinema in general, not just the films individually. Um, she followed me when I released Sintel Eo in 2020 and I remember at that time because the song went viral I had a lot of people that I really like and respect mm -hmm. follow me and find out like who I am yeah. from that but her specifically it was just yeah. like a moment of like of course yes of yes. course <laughs> we're on the right track because you know it's like and it ma it's not about how big someone is or how many followers they have but just like someone that you really respect their yeah. presence in the world and what 
art they present that just like means more you know like and for example i also got drake's producer following me from that song and i was like those two were like really big highlights for me because i love their work so much so it's just um it's just a kind of a nice like you know you're 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 doing the right thing you're attracting the right people you're in the right conversation keep doing what you're doing that's kind of what what you know, what they brought into that when they followed me, yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine what that must be like, like of an course. icon in your field following you on Instagram. Yeah. But speaking of highlights, are there any kind of more personal or professional highlights to date that uh, you've experienced? Highlights of what? So maybe um, maybe like the first song that you shared went viral or mm. uh, just like a personal moment or being chosen for something or performing to a crowd in Berlin and they're singing back your tunes, you know, that type of... Yeah. You know, the past year has been really crazy. I mean, since I did Sintel Eo in 2020, um, when that came out, I decided to start my label, Mafi Budget, which means there's no budget. And starting to work with people that I'm like kind of, you know, aligned with from an artistic level, from people that operate from the same place. Starting the label and everything that came with that, honestly, I'm really so, so proud of that. I never thought this was never really my inspiration from when I was young, like I want to grow up and start a label, but this is where my journey has taken me. And in the past year, I feel like so much, I've been in the industry for 15 years, so I'm 31. I dropped out of school at 14, started, I studied music in London, and then I started working when I was like 15, 16. So it's really been a long road of like trying to figure out what I want to do and how I want to express myself and also figuring out the music industry, which is very challenging, let alone in the region, in in Lebanon, it's hard. So seeing all the achievements that we've done in the past year, all the releases, uh, the accolades, it's more of, I see it, I look back and I'm like, There isn't like one thing that pops out, you know, different things have contributed to different things. Sintel El did something for my career that other songs didn't. Other songs brought different kind of fans or energy into my career. Being able to go on tour and seeing people sing the songs in Switzerland or in Berlin, this is like uh, an honor to be and, and to carry the flag with me, you know, the Lebanese flag and to make other Lebanese artists feel like this is something that's possible. I don't have... A reference to what I've to what I'm doing. There really isn't a reference that's an inspiration in a in a specific way. And what I'm trying to do in the hip hop culture or in the music that I'm presenting, it's a, it's a, it's been a big year, and I'm 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 really proud of all of it. Honestly, even the downs. I've it's all about learning for me. Like how how can I make this better? How can I make this more me? How can I make this more authentic? So this is what I take out of it. Not necessarily like the individual accolades, which I'm really really gr- grateful for. Yeah. Maybe. Well, the fact that you just said you're Lebanese and, you know, like, I think this is a part of you that you will never, ever let go of. So how would you say that your music is contributing to the culture mm. of Lebanon? Mm. That's a really interesting question. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know if it's a big statement for me to say that it's, I think it's contributing to the culture in my way and in my perspective and to my community and the people that come to the shows, I get to hear how it contributes to their lives. But the way that I look at it is more like, okay, I'm creating a a voice or a message or I'm expressing myself in a certain way that I know hasn't been done in in, in, in maybe in Arab culture, but more specifically in Lebanese, whether it's uh, the dialect, the way that I say things and the lyrics, the things that I bring in, the things I talk about as an Arab woman, how unapologetic I am. Um, again, I don't think there has been too many examples for me to follow. So 
the the intention of wanting to represent that and taking that really seriously for me like when I'm in the studio and I'm creating and I'm thinking about word like what what words I'm going to use even specifically I always go back to thinking like okay I have a song called for example which means I don't care I haven't heard that in Lebanese like there hasn't been a song like maybe in English there's been 2,000 songs that say that but saying that in Lebanese hasn't been said and I really want to make people feel what I would have liked to feel as a young person which is represented which is seen which is heard Um, and that's what I see at the shows and that's what I see in fans it's not just like okay you have cool music it's more like we feel represented and I, it's been hard for us to feel like that and especially growing up and being exposed to western culture and not, and in the beginning even I've had this conversation with uh, a lot of people from my community we were kind of raised up to I think we all got into a tendency to want to how can I put this in a proper way to look at our art and mm-hmm. the perspective of our art in a, in a, from, a, from a Western perspective mm-hmm. as opposed to really understanding the culture and where we come from and the references and how we can add to the conversation in a more, like, in a more genuine way and make that kind of impact. So this is really important to me. So to go back to your question, I hope that it adds to the culture. I just like to put my perspective out there in an authentic and uncensored way and hope that it can inspire people to do the same thing that's really all I can ask for I'm grateful that I get to do what I the fact that this is my job that's still you know crazy to me that's all I've ever wanted was to get up every day and do this uh, you know so I feel like we're only at the tip of the iceberg in terms of this conversation (laughs) we don't have a lot of time left but I would like to ask you've uh, started your label and you're working with artists you're choosing with artists you're collaborating would you maybe personally or for your label be able to or want to define a singular message or the purpose for your music? A singular message? Is there, do you think it's important for artists to have a message? And if so, do you have something kind of in the back mm. of your mind, this is what mm. I'm trying to put out there? I, well, I think it's important. I did this exercise for myself as an artist, and, and this is what I'd like to bring in when I'm collaborating with other artists or trying to develop them or producing them. which is to find really who they are authentically and how they want to translate that into art. I think that's really important. And that comes with a lot of questions. It's not even about just like, are you a good uh, singer? Are you a good dancer? It's like, yeah, but how do you translate who you really are, your experiences and your view of the world to, to something that's authentic to you, to something that can relate to people who relate to you? You know, I work with artists that make different kinds of music or that want to speak to different audiences, but it's the same process. It's about really digging into their intention. The rest, for me, the technical stuff, it's all details. It's all exercises. It's like a sport. But getting into the intention, uh, it's a much more difficult conversation than it sounds like. It took me years to really dig down and understand and ask the why. You know how they say, even in companies, you have to constantly ask the why. What is our purpose? What is our goal? So we can make decisions based off of that. So I, this is very important to me when I bring artists into the studio or when I'm talking to artists or collaborating. Like, what, what, what are we trying to say? Even if it's a fun thing, then the intention is fun, then how do we serve that purpose? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not about a singular message that applies to everyone. We don't have, like, a format. But it's um, more about the intention and how you maneuver around art that I really like to encourage artists to do when they're in, in this environment. I hope to bring that to their arts. 
So you said that you've been here for 15, uh, you've been in the music industry for 15 years, yeah. right? So a quick advice to people who would want to follow their passion. People who would want to follow their passion? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it's. Uh, I used to have a simpler answer to this uh, question. Yes. And it's uh, not simple and it's complicated. And you know how they say, I quit my nine to five and now I work 24 seven. This is what it is. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of ups and downs. It's a lot of disappointments. It's a lot of freedom, but with freedom comes chaos. With freedom comes insecurity, financial instability. Like it's, uh, the industry is a hostile environment. So you really, really, really have to feel like this is your only choice like this is your calling otherwise you know do it as a side thing do it as a hobby because it's uh, it's intense but if you're able to get through it and you're able to really go all the way there is uh, it's unmatched the, the, it's unmatched really yeah we're at the very end of our interview but i would like to give a quick shout out to athara and their regional artist spotlight program for bringing us yeah. together and yeah. for being able to have this conversation um like i said i really do feel like it's the tip of the iceberg uh how did it feel to be chosen as the artist and what do you think the next year will bring for you yeah so big big shout out for artist regional spotlight i'm uh, really grateful to be here with them and we've been in contact for a long time trying to make this happen so i'm really excited to be involved with them in that capacity. They've done so many amazing features with other artists as well that I love their work. Um, So shout out to them. I hope we can keep doing really amazing things together. Amazing. Thank you so much, guys. That was Blue Pfeiffer uh, waving the Lebanese flag around the world. Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate your time. Thank Thank you. you Guys, that is all we have time for in the Love and Dubai show. We'll see you tomorrow morning, same time, same place. Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me.